0: Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKitty. I'm sitting to the left of the Big Gahuna, Glenn Stansberry.
1: <laughs> the Big Koona.
0: For a second there, I thought you said I'm Brian McKitty. I think I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: I wanna immediately make a correction to that. I am not Brian McKitty. I am actually Brian McKinney. Brian McQueen. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just say my name so quick it sounds like other stuff. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah brian mcgenius mcgenius <laughs> uh all kinds of stuff just kind of sound it sounds like i'm saying something else mm, yeah okay or maybe subconsciously you're thinking something about me and it sounds like i'm saying you I, know what I mean i really don't want to dive into the psyche of why you said kitty
1: because uh, i think <laughs> don't you sounds... hate you hate cats, I don't hate you? cats? <laughs> okay. except for wild cats
0: oh well, that's an interesting yeah, parallel par- or uh, not parallel conundrum that's true it's true. I, I struggle with that every day, <laughs> And speaking of things that we struggle with, Glenn, we are co-founders of a site called Gentleman.com. Um, Gentleman.com itself, for anybody out there, is not a struggle. No. It's not an upward battle, uphill battle. It is like laying back in a nice, cool stream mm. on a summer day mm. with a refreshing light beer in your hand. mm and just enjoying enjoying the internet, a breeze, and the wafts over here, pure you. beauty of the internet on a site. That's right. It's like it's like a desert island. It is like a. It's an oasis. It's an oasis. <clears throat> it's like a desert island. Hmm. Desert. That doesn't make <laughs> an island sense. in the desert. desert in the... A desert of. Uh, well, anyway, Glenn, it's a great site. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's good. <laughs> a, let's just say you should stop by there and click some stuff. That's right.
1: That's what my lots of would be. fun, yeah. Lots of fun things to look at. Lots of fun things to, you know, y- you learn something every day. I know it's I true. do. I it's know true. I do. We're going to highlight too. some of the things we learned this week mm-hmm. that the
0: gentleman members have posted uh, coming up shortly. But mm-hmm. uh, but the, the thing is though, Glenn, when you are tired of learning mm. and getting smarter and being a genius, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. Uh, you can stop over to podcast.gentleman.com and that'll bring your intelligence level. Way down, yeah. You'll you'll be dumber, right? So it, you you get super fulfilled and smart from mm-hmm. going to, to Gentleman.com, dot com, mm-hmm. and then it's just too much, mm-hmm. and you become like a superhuman. Stop on over to podcast. dot com. We'll make you human again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'll we'll take you down a couple pegs. Yep. Uh, so over at podcast. dot com, as you well know, we, uh, you can listen to old episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean old. I mean previous episodes. They're not old. <laughs> They're still fresh. They're evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> Those episodes are evergreen. But you can listen to previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow along with this podcast and check out some of the links we're going to talk about here and a couple other interesting things. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can send a letter over to the Gentleman Mailbag at PO Box 442305 Lawrence, Kansas 66044. Glenn and I will get your letter. We will read it. We will put it on the Hall slash Wall of Fame, which we know is the Hall of Fame. Mm. And we will talk about it on the Gentleman Podcast. hmm if like we, we d- like we have in the past, if we deem it podcast worthy, yes. Don't be sending us an angry letter with a bunch of curse words in it. No, because that may still make it on the wall of fame, hall mm-hmm. of fame. Mm-hmm. But we can't talk about that on the podcast. No, kids listen to this. That's right.
1: Kids love us. We're yeah. big in New Zealand. It's true. Its the true. demographic there is a little skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should add, Brian, real quick that we we have broken ground on the uh, podcast.gentleman.com site uh doing a little excavation a little bringing it back archaeology a little a little uh yeah we're we're digging down all right we're We're, we're trying to find some bones and uh unearth some of the goodness Mm -hmm. um make it a little easier to listen episodes maybe a little easier to you know Mm -hmm. it'll just be a a, a better experience yeah it's well underway and hopefully we'll have some updates soon so that that relates directly
0: to these people listening right now this is news to me but, okay. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll find out Sounds shortly. Good, Glenn. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, okay, well, and if you, don't, if you can't send a letter over to the com, look, we don't want have to have you pay 50 cents to send us a letter. Yeah, if you don't have to. I get it. Um, times are tough. Hmm? The economy hmm. being what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send an email over to us, to me and Glenn. You can send an email to howdy at gentleman.com. We will get your email. We will do the same thing. We'll get to to Squared Away. Except we won't put you on the Horseless wall of fame, because Mm -hmm. that's only for letters. Mm -hmm. But other than that, everything else, Mm -hmm. all things being equal, we will talk about on the podcast. Uh, Okay, Glenn, let's get into the drink of
1: the week this week. Uh, So I strolled over to Brian's house with a plastic sack. Let me... Okay, yeah. Of... uh, uh, With six cans in it. All right. This is... This is... Uh, this is We're deviating. All right, so this last is- week we had a canned variety, and this we had the uh, uh, notable uh, uh, what, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. What was the name of the beer again? The Trooper. The Trooper. And we were troopers for drinking half of one apiece. <laughs> yeah. This is for you people. Only you. Because otherwise... <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Um, <clears throat> so... We're taking a different route, mm-hmm. but we are, we are heading off into the tall grass, and we're, we're finding
0: the, um... Speaking of archaeology.
1: Right. We, 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 are, we, are, we are unearthing uh, some of the most um, obscure beers mm-hmm. as of late, but this one actually isn't obscure because Costco is a massive retailer, mm. and these beers are Costco's very own signature light beer. Now, there's a story behind this. About a month ago... <clears throat> I send Brian a text and I said, "I have our next uh, beer that we're going to review." Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was at my parents' house. And growing up, my parents never really had alcohol in the fridge, hardly ever. I, I have very few memories of it. Mm-hmm. This didn't, you know, wasn't their thing, right? Um, but now that I'm out of the house, my brother and I are in a house. a um, kind of party. Oh yeah, my dad does what he does. He he has what he's what he calls his summer case, and he goes and buys. A case of this light beer from, Kirkland, uh, from Costco. It's called Kirkland Light Beer. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, hey, hey, Glenn. Uh, here, try this. And he slides one over to me, and I, I grab it, and I see it's a, a... One, I see it's a light beer. I'm like, oh, great. And two, I see it's Costco's light beer, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. But I opened it up, and I was very surprised at what I found. Mm. And I don't know. We're, I do I had I had a gut reaction. I think this this could work. I think this beer can work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's going against the grain point what we normally have, Brian. It's it's yeah. a light beer. Yeah. So well, let's put it through the rigors of the MTS and see the the mustache twist scale and see
0: how it stacks up. I was just gonna say that I mean, thank thank God for the the mustache twist scale because the, we'd never know. We would never know. No one would ever know. Be conjecture. Exactly. Um, I so Kirkland. Let me ask you something, Brian. Uh, Let me put on my Perry Mason uh, suit here. Yep. Uh, Is this, in fact, this Kirkland signature beer? Is Kirkland the brand name of some Costco food? Is that their food? Objection. Objection, Your Honor. (laughs) Uh, Leading. (laughs) Leading. Where's this going?
1: <laughs> it's a leading question. Um, overruled. All right. So, uh, is Kirkland like? Do they have like Kirkland chips? They have and- Kirkland everything, but what okay. they do is they they outsource. I mean, this is this is a this is white labeled beer, basically. Mm-hmm. This is brewed by another brewery. Yes. So they have they even have a Scotch that is supposed to be really good. Mm. Um. Anyway. I, see. I, I love Costco. Okay. Costco makes awesome things, and it's okay. because they don't mix them. Right. <laughs> they have some other, you know. Right. <clears throat> but they, they they pick good quality companies to do it. Anyway, regardless of the fact, we have a beer in front of us, Pride. Mm-hmm. It's a light beer. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know anything about this light beer? I do.
0: You did do some Perry Mason on some, this. I did some research on this, but let's go ahead and try it. Okay. And then I'll, I'll get into <clears throat> my my story after after we try the beer
1: oh okay you're setting this up alright so alright Oh, white mouth can for smell Ooh.
0: smells better than the trooper show sure you that much cheers refreshing <sighs> <laughs> <Brian. laughs> wait
1: well, you were drinking a different beer before I came over Ugh. what
0: mm. not a fan all right, it's got this sweet, a sweet taste. Yeah. Really. Now, let me explain. Mm. Okay. Honest to God, the first time I tried it, the- Glenn <laughs> slipped me a couple of these last week, <laughs> and because he's he's excited about it. Yep. Uh, and uh, I tried it, mm-hmm. and I immediately thought this tastes really familiar to me. Yep. I I don't know why because I've never had it before. Clearly, but I was like, "This reminds me of something," and I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered episode five, simpler times. Simpler times. Uh, for I'm sure everybody out there remembers, but mm-hmm. in episode five, we the drink of the week was the Trader Joe's Simpler Times beer. Mm-hmm. And so it tasted. I don't. It's been over a year since we had that beer. It's probably been a year and a half. Uh, but as it, I, I put two and two together, and I remembered that. So did a little bit of detective work. Okay. Okay? Okay. And I looked up the brewery that brews this. Mm-hmm. And although it says on the can that it is brewed by the Regal Brow Brewing mm-hmm. Company, mm-hmm. that is, in fact, a pseudonym for the Minus Brewing Company.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a leap, Brian. How did you... Uh, objection, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, pl- plaintiff? No, no. Uh, counsel is leading. Um, counsel is... Uh, let, me rephrase. Let, me,
0: let me rephrase the uh, what I'm saying here. Um, I can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt Whoa. that this beer, in fact, is brewed by the Minus Brewery in Monroe, Wisconsin, which is coincidentally the same place that they say that the Regal Brow Brewing Company is, and there's only one brewery in, in Monroe, Wisconsin. Now, the Minus Brewing Company has been around for a long time, And they do, in fact, have their own beers, their own craft brewery, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, They also have a distillery. So I'm pretty sure this is probably where the Costco scotch comes from as well. Okay. Um, But anyway, so I did a little bit more research, and I looked into Simpler Times. And Simpler Times is, in fact, also brewed by the Minus Brewing Company. And on their own website, there's an H in their name. They Minhas. Minhas. I don't know how you say it. They go into what can we do for you, Glenn? If we wanted to get a gentleman branded beer, mm. we just have to call them up, and they will put a gentleman brand and a fake brewery mm. on the side of the can and uh, send us the beers. <sighs> if it tastes like this, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. So they have a whole site that's based about based around make your own beer thing that will will send you that has your brand on it. Hmm. So this is evidently something they do. It's a thing. Uh, you know, all over the place for all different companies. Uh, they even have booze. I don't know. They they have all the different sizes of booze bottles. So we have a gentleman whiskey, I guess. Ooh man. So we're hmm. partnering with. Uh, Makers or bust on the whiskey. On the anyway, Glenn. So I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not no, no, trying no, no, say, no. I'm not trying to say it's a bad beer. I'm saying that there is credibility. There's questions about this beer's credibility. I think that I've convi- I think that I've shown enough evidence mm. that people can see that this may be a un. That there, there, there has a checkered past. This beer has a checkered past. That's, I'm just gonna leave it at that. All right. Well, we. Well, you are. Uh,
1: well. The uh, prosecution is uh, rests. I would like to, as defense, um, mm-hmm. maybe throw some talking points out there. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're rating this on the MTS. Yep. Which takes into no account the brand, the brand, mm-hmm. the origins, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to say this. The uh, this cost twenty two dollars. For forty-eight cans. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing the math, that's around forty-five cents a can. Okay. So cheaper than pop. Okay. Okay. Also So that makes the six pack a two dollars and forty cents. Two dollars and seventy five cents. Two, okay. Two dollars and seventy five cents for a six pack. Mm-hmm. We had less than a six pack less last week with um, Iron Maiden's uh debacle uh yeah what was that like 10 bucks 11 11 dollars so you could have it's true i like this better than four the other of of these you could have mm-hmm. four yep times the beer right anyway price is going to be a big factor here now it is four four point two percent alcohol okay it is it is a light beer we have to judge out on the fact that this is not going to be a you mm-hmm. know a stout this, right. is, this is a light beer it's proved to be a light beer
0: right this is a Mowing the lawn. Yes. Uh, summer kiddie pool drinking beer.
1: That's right. That's right. I mm-hmm. have actually... I haven't done the lawn mowing, but brought the kitty ki- brought the kiddie pool out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the missus and I sat in lawn chairs. and watched the kids splash around with Kirkland
0: Light. Okay, Glenn. Mm. I want to... What I want to do... We should do this for a future episode. <sighs> okay. I want to get some simpler times. And I want to oh. get some of the Kirkland Light... Blind test, and I want to do the Pepsi challenge with simpler <laughs> times in Kirkland Light, and okay. see which one. Okay, you know, yep. If we can pick out which one's which, okay. Basically, I, I in my my taste bud recollection, they are almost identical mm-hmm. in taste. Okay, the taste
1: is slight. It's it's odd because it's not like it's a sweet. shandy. It's, it's not s- a sweet. Yeah, it's not a shandy where they add like lemon or anything. It's just like it's got a sweet. It's like a flavoring to it. I don't know what it is. Like uh, Goose Island kind of has a sweet aftertaste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. But it, it is a little off-putting at first. <sighs> but once you get about halfway through the can, which takes about 30 seconds because it's the lightest beer ever, mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> it's it's great. Okay, Glenn. I think. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's attach some scientific numbers to this mm. to this unscientific beer.
1: So we basically have to... Multiply the price factor by four.
0: Now, don't get into the algorithm. Three something.
1: I, I'm saying if if our okay by three. All right, so our our watermark is about eight fifty, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is two
0: seventy five. <laughs> so yeah. So take that into <laughs> yeah. account. Okay, this is gonna we, be this is gonna be a stress test on the MTS. I'll tell you that. Yeah,
1: much. there's gonna be some
0: smoke. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Whoo, there's gonna be like whistles going off and. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. So let's let me type some of these factors in. Wait, what did you... Oh, we haven't given our ratings yet. What What is your rating on this beer? Okay, so no hops to, that I know
1: of. <laughs> I'm just going to put that down as a zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, six carbs, if that's six. your thing. No, carbs don't pay. That's I'm not just part saying. All right. Um, don't uh, try to
0: confuse people with Four
1: point... Okay. Four point two percent alcohol, so slightly below. Yeah. It's a little under five. It's yeah. fine, though. Yeah.
0: It's a light beer. Um, and uh,
1: 275, a six pack. So... Okay. I'm gonna. I think I would give it an eight. Wow. Just because of the price. Hmm. <sighs> I'm eight.
0: It's cheaper than pop, Brian. An eight. Price is a factor. It is a factor. It's one of many factors. One of like 30. <laughs> Public. Many factors. <laughs> many factors. You're gonna give it an eight? Um, I, I I'm gonna stand by that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a seven. Okay. That's fair. I think seven is I think seven is is giving it giving it a good
1: So
0: yeah. you're thinking the MTS might weigh more well okay. I don't know, we're just gonna have to find out how the MTS deals with this. Okay, so you said it was four point two percent alcohol. Wait, wait, and, and for perspective, what is the highest rated beer that we've had? I have no idea. I wanna say it was a nine point two. Okay. I think it was the uh, Deschutes. Uh, Jubileo? Jubileo, maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, it's no Jubileo. Uh, no, it's not. No. It's no Deschutes. Um, okay, Glenn, you said it was a 4.2% alcohol. Yep. Um, it's zero IVUs. <laughs> the price, though, is, what would you say, Two seventy-five dollars 75 for a six-pack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's going to that's be interesting. Um, and then you said 8.0. Yes. And I said 7.0. Yes. <laughs> Checks and balances. Okay. It's printing off. Let's Give it a second here. We'll see what happens. I'm anxious about this. I don't know what's. I don't know what's going While it's
1: printing off, this this is. I'm almost done. With this beer. I know it goes so quickly. <laughs> and but the thing I like about it is that, like you get some light crappy beers and it like has a
0: nasty aftertaste and there's mm-hmm. none of that. Yeah, so okay, that Glenn. was the reason for my high rating. Okay, well, um, already apologizing for your rating. Um, okay, well, mm. the MTS uh, print off is out, Just a fun. Hot, hot off the presses. It's a seven point five. Wow. So, I yeah, I don't know, Glenn. Okay, well, the last thing we have to do is to uh, after we've <laughs> decreed, we gotta go check out what our friends over at Beersnob.com. Please tell me it's there. Uh Beersnob.com say about the Kirkland light beer. Oh and as expected, mm. uh they said a sixty six. So, but th- you know, this is beersnob dot com. They don't like loggers. Loggers is a four letter word to them. Oh yeah. So what can you say? I'm not. I don't care. But some of the comments are good in that. Um Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. Okay. Full of snobby comments. I don't care. Well, we've we've tested it. We have put it through the rigors. 7. Now 5, we know seven point five MPS. We should contact uh, Costco about this because they can put the MPS score <laughs> slap it on there on there on the on the sell, It'll be a great selling point for them. Seven point five twists.
1: That's right. Um, yeah, they, I, you know, I think honestly, if you go over to Costco, what are you going to lose by buying a case? You can't buy it in any smaller increments either it's case or <laughs> bust which is how Costco works I guess yeah mm-hmm. um, we're gonna lose that's right it's a summer beer yeah we heard it here first that's right maybe last uh, well Brian shall we head on over to the uh, hottest tax of the week yes we shall the most notable some of the most notable that uh, Brian and I have unearthed uh, the community has
0: uh, really enjoyed many of these and we think uh, you will too uh, and the first one that we're going to talk about tonight is called The Animals That Are Most Likely To Kill You This Summer, and this was posted by our good buddy Sawdust In My Beer. We have not... We haven't talked about this guy before. We haven't talked about have. Oh, we it's have. It's been a
1: long time. Oh. And yeah. I'm glad. He's back in the fold. Okay. This person is back in the fold. Back in the force. Back in the force. Back in the saddle. Yep. Talking about
0: animals that could kill us. Okay. Yeah, this is an interesting little post, Glenn. Um... This guy, and this is from the Washington Post, and um, there's this news story that's been in the news the last couple days, Glenn. Uh, Apparently, off the coast of North Carolina, a couple of people were attacked by sharks, and they lost limbs. I mean, it was a serious shark attack. Hmm. I think they're going to survive, but it was pretty horrible. So, of course, this is all over the media. People are freaking out. They're not going to beaches because they're afraid of getting attacked by sharks, so this guy is like, wait. How do we know this isn't a PR stunt for Jaws could reopening be. that we talked about last week? That could be Glenn. It might be cheapening people's loss of limbs due to shark said shark attacks. Yeah. Okay. You're so right I'm going to go way. with it. Probably is real. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, ne- but never anyway. Uh, so but th- so anyway, this 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 editor was thinking about this, and so he went and looked at all the statistics in the U.S. Uh, over the last 15 years or so and compiled a list of the most deadly animals that attack you in the in the U.S. Yeah, okay. So this is a great comparison because it breaks down with statistics what you should be afraid of and what you shouldn't. <laughs> um, Sharks kill one person a year in the U.S. Alligators kill an average of one person a year in the U.S. Not that surprising. I mean, I knew that it was a small amount of of you know, attacks where people actually end up dead. Bears kill one person a year in the wow. U.S. So really, you know, those are those are all tied. Uh, venomous snakes, six people a year. Spiders kill seven people a year. So it's kind of interesting. Mm. I, I, I thought that would be higher. I thought it would be two. Everybody's kind of afraid of, of spiders and all this stuff. They only kill seven people a year. So, you know, whatever. Also, alligators, only one? Yeah. Uh, non-venomous... Anthropods, like ants, kill nine people a year more than spiders. Ant, ant bites. Now, here's be... the kicker. Mm-hmm. Literally. Uh, <laughs> cows kill 20 people a year. Hmm. So, you should be more afraid of a cow than you should a venomous snake or lizard. Hmm. Um, dogs kill 28. Other mammals altogether kill 52 people a year. Okay. Bees, wasps, blah, 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 kill 58 people a year, but probably because people are allergic to Mm -hmm. these things. makes sense. So, none of those things, I've always been sort of afraid of bees and wasps. I don't know why, I think I was stung when I was a kid, but turns out I shouldn't be that afraid of them. If it's not going to kill you, no big deal, you know? Um, I've always been a little bit leery about going to the water with sharks. You know, just in the back of my mind, like, what if there's a shark down there or something like that? But it's like, one person per year, I mean... That, Still freaks me out. So, the, the point this guy makes is at the very end of the article, he lists out motor vehicle traffic deaths mm-hmm. in 2010, so one year. Uh, it's 33,000 people.
1: 33,000.
0: So, his basic point is, he says, if you can drive to the beach, you should have no fear of <laughs> getting into the beach. You know what I mean? It's a good point. Uh, because if you made it to the beach, then the highest risk thing you're going to do that day is already done. So, go enjoy the beach. Don't be afraid of sharks. Um... You know, but it's a good point because, you know, like I'm a couple of these things, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, if I'm in the woods or something like that, I'm looking for snakes just in case, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, a total of six people per year in the U.S. I mean, that's just like, I don't even have to worry about it. If I see a venomous snake, I'll be like, Hey, the hell out of here, man. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid of my car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you
1: drive my car home? You see that beetle over there? <laughs> No, 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 no. The car. The car.
0: Not the not the, the bug. Um, but anyway, Glenn. Great little post. I like stuff like this because it makes me... Uh, you know, it puts things in perspective. Yeah, it does. A lot of the stuff that people worry about. You don't have to be worried about it. Why worry? Why worry? Don't worry, be happy, somebody once said. That's right. And Many lo-
1: times over
0: in a song. And I agree with that. Well,
1: okay. that was a good post. Welcome back, sawdust in my beer. I like that name, too.
0: Yeah, it's, good. it's a good username. like it. Um... Well, Glenn, the next thing we're going to talk about is a cool little story that was posted by our good buddy, Demon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Demon's been posting a lot of great stuff. We talk about him on the podcast all the time because he posts really awesome stuff. And this is no different. This is something that I've wondered from time to time. I never knew what happened to this guy. It's titled, Whatever Happened to Rick Moranis? and rick moranis is the guy that we all know and love from honey i shrunk the kids uh strange brew go- ghostbusters mm-hmm. um little shop of horrors mm-hmm. uh Spaceballs, mm-hmm. uh you know you name it i could go on and on and on and on about Flintstones, these movies Flintstones, of course. uh you know he's like the legendary nerdy character actor guy mm-hmm. uh in the 80s and 90s, this guy was all over... I think he was in every movie in the late 80s and early 90s. Seriously, he had a role somehow. Yes. I don't know what that role was, but I think he was in every movie. Anyway, the point is, Glenn, it, after the kind of the mid-90s, you stopped seeing him. And I didn't know if he had some kind of health problem or what it was that kept him from from doing movies or what it was. Or maybe he just maybe he just wasn't famous anymore. Because mm-hmm. that happens to people sometimes. They drop out of the limelight? Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that it, the story is a little bit different than that. This guy, uh, his wife, unfortunately, very tragically died from breast cancer in 1991. And uh, he had young kids. And instead of continuing on to in his movie career, he decided to take a step back. And he kind of slowly stopped doing acting more and more until 1997 he retired uh, and he basically just wanted to take care of his kids and be a stay-at-home dad. His, I uh, assume that his wealth from, from acting allowed him to step yeah. away and, and just take care of his kids, and that's that's all he wanted to do, and that's what he did. Man, it's really refreshing reading this article because
1: here's a guy who's got it figured out. Because he he makes a—I'm going to try to find a quote. I'm going to paraphrase the quote because mm-hmm. uh, I can't find it right now. Um but basically he says, you know, a lot of people thought my decision was crazy because of what it what it appeared that I was leaving behind, you know, a, a movie, a career in acting in Hollywood is like the pinnacle for so many people, so hard mm-hmm. to get to. Yeah. He's like a lot of people thought, you know, how could you walk away from that, you know? And and he said, what makes you think that I was walking away from something that wasn't I mean, it, it was just a job. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it was a cool job, but I have a family. I have kids. I mean, mm-hmm. these are my. You know, mm-hmm. how how could that be any less rewarding? Right, raising them right than right. than acting and being. You know, right from the silver screen. It's just a cool perspective mm-hmm. on, you know, being a parent and making a hard decision. Now, granted, he had a. Uh, he was very fortunate to have. Uh, you know, made a lot of money before mm-hmm. he made that decision. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Every I think every movie. Uh, I can't remember like a time when there wasn't a movie with Rick Moranis in it growing yeah. up. hmm
0: Up until, you know, for that time period. I think the one that I remember all the time is Ghostbusters, man. Ghostbusters, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was awesome in Ghostbusters. Um, he still looks the same, too, pretty much. Yeah, he does. I mean, just, he looks exactly the same, which is crazy, because I don't know how old he is now, but, you know, he's got to be getting up there. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I mean, I remember that. Yep. Oh, man. My, my brother and I, we had, a, we had a tape of
1: Honey, I Shrink the Kids, and we literally wore it out. We'd yeah. watch it like every day, mm-hmm. all summer, one summer.
0: <laughs> wore the tape out. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, yeah, that, that is interesting, Glenn, and it's cool that you see, I mean, a lot of times movie stars, man, they're so, all you hear about the movie stars that are so self-absorbed, they're all about themselves, you know, whatever, but it's a good reminder that there's all kinds of people doing every profession, and just because yeah. you're a movie star doesn't mean you're self-centered or anything like that. Uh, and it sounds like he got a lot out of being a dad and being able to do that. And acting allowed him to eventually do that when the time was right. So Right. Uh, cool
1: story. If I'm doing the math right, if his kids were young in the early 90s, that means they're,
0: they're probably almost out of the house now. Mm-hmm. wonder if he's going to come back. I don't know. They say there's going to be a new Ghostbusters. So oh yeah! Maybe a good good way to get back into it. Get back in the swing of things. I they pay. Know. They probably pay a little bit better now than they did back then. I don't know. I'm not sure, Glenn. But well, anyway. All right, Glenn. Well, what's what's the last what's what's the last tag we got to talk about? Today? The last
1: one we're going to talk about. It's going to be short, but it's going to be sweet. Okay. Not as sweet as a Kirkland light beer, but. Uh, that's very sweet. <laughs> Brian takes his wig. Really, the, the, yeah. <clears throat> As you are listening to this, uh, today's June 19th. Yeah. It's National Martini Day, people. Wow. What are you doing at work? Wow, yeah. It's National Martini Day. Thank you, Jordan, for pointing this out. Remember, Jordan I has uh, has brought this to our attention through a Yes. And it's gotten to play here. And mm-hmm. we figured we would highlight this as well because
0: yeah martinis are the drink that i think they get a bad rap right i don't know if they do do they Mart- if you go to a bar you're not going to be like give me a martini
1: right yeah. you're
0: not gonna you're not gonna order a martini or if you do it's for a lady friend right
1: because yeah. they want a teeny or something i'm i'm painting with the wide brush here sometimes i do get martinis by the way sometimes brian gets an teeny. <laughs> not an apple teeny. <laughs> No
0: Nothing like that
1: But Martinis are great I think they're Really underrated Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people Just kind of go Maybe not Maybe What kind of martinis Do you drink? Dry Like Well actually I don't know (laughs) To be honest I'm assuming It's Basically It's olives And olive juice And gin Okay So I think it's a dry martini Right? Maybe there's a lemon pill In there is gin the alcohol? Gin, vodka. I think it's vodka. Vodka. Yeah. Let me let me let me go back even further. <laughs> so my first experience with the martini, Brian. Do you do you have a first experience with the martini? I do, but you go ahead. Well, uh, my wife was she was my girlfriend at the time was a a bridesmaid at this wedding, and mm-hmm. it was in California. And we were staying at this essentially a ranch in Northern mm-hmm. California. Okay, awesome place. Yeah, owned by a judge, the grandfather of the bride to be. Okay. And he's up in he's up in years, but he's a retired judge. And if you know anything about retired judges, or they they like to drink. Okay. I think it was like a I think it's like how they function hmm. as a judge. Like I see when they go into deliberation.
0: Right. That's you know. With a libation. Right.
1: We exactly. Yeah. Um, passing the bar. Right. <laughs> so we're we're sitting there a day of the wedding. It's like nine thirty or ten in the morning. I'm just sitting there. It's me and him in his living room somehow, like everybody left doing something. He and in a judge. Me and, the, me and the retired judge, the grandpa. <laughs> and, he's, and we'd been staying at this house for a couple, I mean, there's people all over the place, but they all had, it just had, the stars yeah. aligned, it was just the judge yeah. and I. right. And he goes, Glenn, have, he's like, I'm, uh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I need to slake my thirst. <laughs> Can I get you anything? And I was like, oh, what, what did you have in mind? he's like, Whoa, <laughs> a martini of course of course he's like have you ever had one and I was like actually I've never had a martini he's like you came to the right place <laughs> and he goes over and opens a cabinet you know and like it, it's all there everything you need all of everything just yeah. has it handy and he's yeah. like he gets real spry for his age right. he's,
0: he's yeah.
1: pouring everything wow I swear to you it was amazing was it cold or was it yeah okay he chilled it yeah. yeah Okay. oh yeah but it was it was pretty fantastic <clears throat>
0: Yeah, okay. and
1: unfortunately he passed earlier this year, so I'm, I'm a little saddened. But I, wow. I'm heartened by that memory. You, yeah, you always it's remember good memory. that
0: that was your first martini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a martini uh, was the first alcoholic drink that I ever had. <laughs> oh, oh, which is fitting. Mm. I, uh, I'm not going to say how old I was. I was not of 21 age 21 age <laughs> i'm not a legal mm. age yet and i was young Turk. with some friends that were older than i was and they thought it'd be pretty funny to make a martini for me you know mm. because i was a kid and not literally but you know i wasn't of legal age you were 21 no i wasn't 21 yet probably weren't 18 <laughs> And, uh, so they gave me, they mix up this martini and you know, I I don't remember, but I had to have been, not because I got drunk, but because, uh, it was so long ago. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember, but I'm sure that they didn't make a very good martini. These guys do not strike me as a type. Uh, like, like the judge that you were just talking about that. Years of practice. Years of practice. (laughs) When they started making it, it didn't look like cocktail. It looked like. You know, pouring a bunch of alcohol in a glass, basically. Uh, Here's an olive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it wasn't a martini glass. It was like a glass glass. <laughs> so anyway, I I drank it. And <laughs> yes. I did get, you know, kind of drunk mm. off that one drink. I think, I think I had that one drink. I don't know if I had another drink that night or not. But Uh-oh. I had that one drink. Mm-hmm. And I got kind of drunk. Mm. You know, didn't get sick. Nothing like that. Felt fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't mind drinking it at all. I thought mm-hmm. it tasted fine. No problems. No problems at all. Uh, it wasn't until the first time I ever drank so much that I got sick. Mm-hmm. That I began to have problems with the taste of alcohol. Yes. Uh, that was the first time that it, you. Were, but before that, I that I the martini was no big deal. Wait. So you have a problem with vodka? No. I have a problem with gin. Okay. Specifically because of that. Yeah. I, re- I remember the first time I drank too much, and that was the time and I had gin with that. Uh, but no, just in general, the taste, of, the taste of hard alcohol didn't bother me a bit. Like, those guys thought it would be funny to give me a martini because they thought, oh, this kid, hard alcohol, this is going to be hilarious. He's going to think it tastes terrible, you know? Yeah. But I thought it tasted fine. I had no problem with it. You know, but, uh, it wasn't until later on that I started having an aversion to certain hard alcohols. Hmm. So anyway, but now these days, if I do get a martini, I get a, uh, super dirty martini. Dirty. That's what it is. Yeah. With the olive juice, right? Lots of olive juice. That's yeah. the only way I can do martinis. That's what the judge like, made. Yeah. That's the way to do It's oh, a yeah. lot of olive juice, like extra, extra olive
1: and juice. And at the time... I wasn't a big olive guy, so I'm seeing him pour all this olive juice in there. I'm like, uh, chest. That's the stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Permission to approach a bench. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just looked up real quickly here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, if anybody wants to make a martini today, mm-hmm. it's uh, London Dry Gin, like a beefy Oh, it's gin. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. A, a classic. Oh, classic. I'm mean, sorry, this is the dry martini. So oh. You know what, Brian? You know what? Let me look up real quick here the dirty martini. Yeah, cuz that's that's what I like.
0: I don't th- I certainly it's not gin cuz I can't I can't do gin. I, and I Okay. Vodka. Oh, I guess you can do gin or vodka.
1: Gin or vodka. Okay. 5 parts gin or vodka, one part vermouth and one part olive brine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep.
0: A little bit of ice. Garnish with olives. As many olives as you can. Yeah. Oh man. I I a ton of olives. All the way, man, Uh and the extra olive juice. That's that's the only way I can do it. Vodka, not gin. That's the only way you should do it. (sighs) You know, you know that's how uh, James Bond gets his martinis. That's right. Jordan, let us know what
1: kind of martini martini you prefer, and what will will we. I like. Maybe we can make it.
0: Maybe we can make it on the next (laughs) podcast. have a video. Well, I was going to say on a podcast. uh, Yeah episode we, could, it's we ten could. thirty in the morning yeah, uh yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh okay glenn well that was some interesting posts from gentleman.com in the last week or so great stuff great stuff as always well uh, done gentlemen team yeah we always appreciate team. the yeah the family world the gentleman world that's right nation um yeah we appreciate <clears> all the stuff you guys post and comment and Blake stuff, everything you guys do. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Glenn. Well, it's time for the Gentleman Toast this week, mm. Glenn. And uh, once again, we have to unfortunately talk about somebody that recently passed away. And this is a real bummer for me, but I wanted to, to raise a glass to Sir Christopher Lee, who recently passed away. Yes. Um, this guy is, he, he acted for several years. Mm-hmm. Um... Everybody probably knows him as Saruman in Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, or Count Dooku in the final two Star Wars prequel movies. Because um, those are the probably the most box, box office success that this guy had. But mm-hmm. I was doing a little bit of checking on this guy just because I didn't know as much about him. And uh, turns out that he... Also, in addition to all the movies he's done, mm-hmm. he, so those are his most popular ones, he's been doing movies since the early 70s, uh, late 60s, early 70s, um, he was always noted as an actor for his deep, strong voice, which, uh, which is also good for his singing ability. Um, he recorded various opera and musical pieces, blah, 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 and the symphonic metal album Charlemagne, The Sword and the Cross in 2010. So, in 2010, Sir Christopher Lee made a me- metal album, a symphonic metal album. Huh. He was honored with the Spirit of Metal Award at the 2010 Metal Hammer Golden God Awards Ceremony. <laughs> so, that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, well, thank you. In addition, he also <laughs> he also spoke fluent English, Italian, French, Spanish, and German, and was moderately proficient in Swedish, Russian, and Greek. Uh, now he's just showing off pretty impressive that makes me feel like crap that's pretty pretty good pretty solid i
1: this is you know you talk about the singing uh qualities of christopher lee this is starting to sound a little bit like a a parallel between him and lynn or nimoy
0: oh that's true yeah the the legend Mm -hmm. of Bilbo, bilbo baggins right um i i got pissed about this because all the all the headlines that I saw about Christopher Lee said, "Oh, Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings and uh, Star Wars actor dies." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They paced this guy with the top box office movie he ever did, you right? Know? But it, the role that he had in those films was I mean, it was important. I mean, like the Hobbit movies, especially. Or, or, sorry, the the Lord of the Rings movies, especially. He had a fairly big part. Yeah. But my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, and certainly my favorite Christopher Lee movie is the 19... I believe it was like 74... Or no, it was early 70s. It was... Uh, I don't know. Early, early 70s. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. I knew you were going to say Wicker Man. Uh, he plays the villain in that film. And it's... Oh. He... That film would not have been good without him hmm. in it. He, he he sings in that film as well. Hmm. Uh, music's kind of a big part of that movie. And he, he, does, he does his own song in that. And uh, he plays a scary villain in that movie that is he's kind of signature villain guy i mean you got uh sarman and count dooku's or yep. they're both villains and then he was really famous for i think in the 60s he played dracula in several movies several lower budget movies yeah <sighs> and that kind of built him into doing you know other stuff i think he played a bond villain in the mid 70s uh but my favorite movie yep. that he was in was wicker man he was a huge part of that movie and a huge part of the, one of my favorite films, so I got a lot of respect for this guy, and he was an awesome actor, uh, great singer, mm-hmm. very talented guy, obviously very intelligent, several languages. Uh, he was knighted. So. I was going to say, he also was knighted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was
1: uh, knighted in 2009 for services to drama and charity. Mm. Really, He just sounded like a really well-rounded kind of guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Acted, sang. Oh, wasn't he also in the military? I thought I saw a headline about that. One of the sensationalist headlines. Maybe even been on Gentleman. Um, Maybe the most... Yeah, he's got to be the most well-rounded guy we've ever toasted.
0: Well, there's a lot of well-rounded guys we've toasted, but I will say Christopher Lee, if not the top, is up there. Yeah, I agree.
1: Made Wicker Man, recorded a metal album, was knighted. Look, he could have quit after Wicker Man, and I think he should have been knighted. Hunting down Nazis? Yeah. I mean... Mm -hmm. All kinds of... What else does this guy had to do?
0: Well, I don't know. He wasn't stopping.
1: We, the the world mourns his his loss. That's true. It's, it's, uh, true. it's, it's a, a sad a, day that he's gone, but lived a long
0: full life. and yeah, he did. Uh, Made one of my favorite films of all time. There so. you go. Cheers, Sir Chris- sure. Sir Christopher Lee. Sir Christopher Lee. Okay, Glenn. It's time for the um, hot <coughs> um, button topic. Butting. topic. Uh, Glenn, and this week. There is a new pizza on the block. Pizza Hut Pizza Hut came out a couple months ago with their new drizzles. And they said yeah, we got these new drizzles but we're not stopping there. We're bringing we're bringing the thunder with the new hot dog crusted pizza. Yeah. And it's going to hit the streets and they think it's going to take the world by storm. So there's what is there? 28 hot dogs? Is that 28 hot dogs? 28 bites. full hot dogs? Oh, 28, okay, 28 bites. 28 bites, hot dog bites, baked right into the crust. Served with mustard. Served with French's mustard, dipping sauce. Wow. Mm hmm. Brian, what's your take? <sighs> this sounds disgusting. This sounds absolutely terrible. I mean,. Stuffed crust pizza? I get it. Mm mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I love I'm not stuff a big fan. Pizza. Really? I, I, I'm not huge I like Pizza Hut, I like thin crust. Pizza. Oh okay, okay. Thin crust or they deep do... dish. They they have a deep dish that's pretty good. They the both of those are fantastic, I think. Uh but I like both of those. I don't I mean I liked the I like the stuffed crust, okay. Like I'll eat it, of course, but I'm not I'm not that into it. Laura's super into it. I'm not oh. that into it. Um it's it's weird they have they have a different sauce that they they actually put on the the stuffed crust. It's sweeter. Have you ever noticed that? No, they, they use a I different. Split tested. Yeah, they they use a different tomato sauce on this on the stuffed crust pizza, huh. and it's it's not quite the same. You'll you'll notice that the. <laughs> it sounds so stupid that I'm saying that minutiae. Yeah, but when you get that when you get a, if you take a slice of normal pizza from pizza and you ab it with a stuffed crust piece, <laughs> you can tell that it's a lot sweeter sweeter tasting sauce on the stuffed crust pizza and the other one is kind of a, 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 a saltier taste hmm. so anyway uh that's neither here nor there you've not had a lot of stuff or a lot of pizza, pizza in your life <laughs> i've probably had, had more pizza hut pizza than anyone in the world has ever had pizza uh pizza hut wow but, and you worked at domino's And i worked at this domino's look i you know i love all pizzas uh, i receive with, all pizza yeah. with open arms that's right with our yeah.
1: arms wide right open. That's right.
0: Any pizza, any pizza can walk into my door, and I'll it's put like my arms around song. it. It's a Creed song, yeah, Brian Olivia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll show you love. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my take on it, Glenn. Mm. I I think it's te- it just sounds terrible, and I. How are you supposed to eat that? I mean, you're, you're one got, bite at a time. You're you're supposed to grab a pizza by the crust mm-hmm. and eat it, but then you got hot dogs in the where the crust would be. I don't know.
1: I I'm with you, Brian. I think this will probably taste terrible. But yeah, the other on the other side of things, I wonder if it's like you know Kirkland light beer. Well, where until you taste it,
0: <laughs> you can see the
1: look Brian's giving me. <laughs> uh, no, no. But seriously, folks, uh, I imagine it probably does taste pretty terrible. I like hot dogs just as much as the next guy, I guess. But I like hot dogs by themselves. I like them for what they are. I don't think they need to be attached to a pizza for me to
0: enjoy the pizza anymore. I just don't think that would... The idea of pizza and hot dogs just doesn't appeal to me for some reason. I don't know what it is. I like hot dogs. Yep. I like pizza. Yep. (laughs) But pizza and hot dogs, I don't... That just doesn't seem like it
1: would work to me. You know, you hear those stories of like big fast food chains that have all these weird menus in other countries like in Yeah. You know, in Japan they'll have like right. the,
0: you know, like the McDonald's in Japan has like a fish an, taco or something. Uh,
1: yeah, or or an eel burger or something. Yep. You know, something weird like that. This sounds like they they tested it over in Japan. Right. And they're like, I remember
0: hearing about this a long time ago. Oh, really? I think we might have even talked about it. I, there was some. There was a weird Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza thing that we talked about. It might have been the Simpler Times episode. I'm serious. Because <laughs> uh, you were reviewing it for this one, weren't you? Well, no. I, I, just, I was just thinking about it. It was right around that time where it was like some foreign country Pizza Hut thing. And I don't remember what it was. I don't know oh. if it was the hot dog or was it something else. Cheeseburger. It was Cheeseburger, cheeseburger pizza. pizza Hut. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. right. Now, see, I could... I,
1: yeah, that's no. Nah, that I probably be It's it. it's a step above the hot
0: dogs. I'll give you that. Yeah, it is. Something about Pizza Hut hot dogs doesn't. Just leave the pizza alone. Yeah, um, but a cheeseburger pizza. I, I don't know. But but I will say this,
1: Brian. I love that pizza that's out there and it's loving it. You know what I'm saying?
0: They're try They're throwing lots of things against the wall. They're going to see what sticks. I feel like it is definitely. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're just trying stuff. I wonder if that's part
1: of their their overall marketing. Like, they have the staples, and then they're like, we're just going to rotate weird crap all the time and get people to try it so that people get back into Pizza Hut
0: type, you know, back into using Pizza Hut. I think. Or ordering for Pizza Hut. I think um, I think it's definitely a marketing thing. I mean. Yeah. I remember hearing about the hot dog crust pizza <laughs> six months ago in some other country. <laughs> and I I don't know. But they're bringing it to the U.S. and it's basically a publicity stunt. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be on the regular menu anytime soon. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I had a thought. I just had yeah. a thought. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're done, I I, I uh,
1: wh- what would you put in a crust? What food? This could
0: have this been question in the gentleman mailbag. This this could have been. Yeah. It still can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you put a Pizza Hut what would I put in the crust
1: is there anything that you would put here's a couple things that just spring to mind alright mm. french fries would you put french fries in the crust that might be good it might be good yeah. I'm just spitballing here tater yeah. tots I don't know yeah uh, onion uh, Yeah.
0: alright
1: you got those what about uh, we're doing Pizza uh research right here yeah alright what about uh, uh, corn duck nah no, that's basically what no. they did yeah uh shoot i just thought i want oh chicken wing
0: i was going to say the bone might the be bon- a pro- yeah. boneless, chicken, boneless wings. chicken wings oh yeah man. that could be good jalapeno think, popper crust i could get behind the, the even the chicken seems better to me than the hot dog does it mean, seem better than a stuffed crust like cheese chicken and cheese <laughs> i think, i think i would go with a chicken chicken bite crust pizza over the stuffed crust. I'd try anything once. Like a buffalo chicken yes. bite pizza? Yes. I would do the fries, the onion rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Bread-wrapped onion rings? That would be pretty good. Um, I'm talking about. They've already done, like, the cheddar and bacon thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've had that. It's a, it, it, you I, never, honestly, I, didn't, I didn't have it. I, I've never I'm not tried it. Honestly, you, you can't really taste I either. Think it, I think it's know? a lot about the execution. It is. You know what I mean? If they, I don't know. If they did it right, I think they could they could get away with a lot more of this. It turns out that the the cheeseburger crust pizza episode was episode seven, which was the simpler times episode was episode 5 So I close. Was, I was close Top on off. that one. Yeah, but uh, episode seven is where we talked about the cheeseburger crust pizza. Um, okay. But anyway, um, and that was the one where we made danger juice as well. <laughs> before our beer ratings. Almost Almost as bad as the soju episode. Mm, uh, it was dangerous. Which will live in infamy forever. Okay, Glenn. Well, the, I guess the consensus is that the hot dog pizza... I, we like the fact that Pizza Hut's trying different things. Yes. But they need to call us and talk to us about this stuff mm. before they get into it. Because apparently Glenn is a savant for pizza crust ideas. <laughs> cherries. yeah, <laughs> Cherries. Gotta be, <laughs> g- gotta be the cherries. Gotta yep. be the cherries. <laughs> A lot of macadamia nuts. A <laughs> lot, lot, lot of macadamia nuts. Uh, anyway, Glenn. Okay. Well, um, I guess it's time for the last segment we we're going to talk about tonight, Glenn. And that segment is the questions from the gentleman mailbag. <laughs> mm. I enjoy <sighs> Glenn, A this. Glenn, great deal this week. Uh, you know, I was thinking it's it's that time of year. It's summer. Summer's here, baby. Snuck up on me this year. Mm. I didn't expect it, and then all of a sudden I woke up
1: and I was like, "Wow, it's summer already." I'll tell you why that happened, Brian. Because it felt like spring for about eight months. In the spring,
0: it was mm-hmm.
1: silent spring. Yeah, it was an endless spring until about a week ago. Yeah, and then it just and then it got to be then the heat was degrees. on. Yeah, we're in uh, summer.
0: So, but the the great thing about summer, Glenn, is the slower blockbusters mm. that come out this this summer, and so we're talking about. What uh, are you going to see in these summer blockbusters? And if so, which summer blockbuster mm. are you going to go see in the theaters, or maybe multiple blockbusters that you're hey, going to see?
1: I uh, there's honestly if you know if I was thinking about this like there's really nothing I want to see. But then we I started you know looking into this a little bit more. We started looking into this, mm-hmm. and um, I did know about one that's for sure I'm going to see. Otherwise, um, my wife will probably leave me. And that's Jurassic World. Right. Uh, I will be going to that whether I like it or not. But I actually am excited to see it. Uh, I would see that. That's on my list of I would see that. I, I, I have to see it. Yeah. Um, I remember Jurassic Park was like, when I first saw that it was like a watershed moment for me. It, it seems like it seemed like that was like the golden era of movies for me, right? Of like 90s. blockbusters. You had Jurassic Park. You had Twister a <sighs> couple years later. Man. Uh what else? I mean they just like started cranking out all the these 90s, big budget you The nineties
0: is where the, the computer imagery yep. started going. Yeah, you know, Independence yep. Day and stuff. Yep. Independence Day, yes. Yes. And like then Black. Yeah, that's when that whole thing started. Mm-hmm. And so all those late nineties movies are all like you know Star Wars episode one. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, no. I I so I love I love those movies and so anytime yeah. they're gonna be, re- plus I am a huge fan of Chris Pratt. Uh, I liked him ever
0: since Parking and Rack, and he's just exploded. So yeah, he's a funny guy. I haven't seen anything that he'd been in until um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah, I think he kind of carried that film. Actually, he really did. So we watched
1: that a couple nights ago. Actually, Lynn is making her way through all the uh, Marvel.
0: Marvel it must be Marvel movies. Hope she has a lot of time on her hands because that well, will take a while. We're current. <laughs> be current. Because, I mean, okay.
1: I mean. We we started with like the Hulk, the, wow. the Edward Norton Hulk, which I think was 2008.
0: There's an Eric Bana Hulk. Oh, I know.
1: Not yeah. gonna watch that okay. ever again. Yeah. Um, I won't like it when it's not angry. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um. um, yeah. So anyway, I'm excited about Jurassic World. Okay. Uh, there's a couple others that I I might you know when they come out on you know Netflix or DVD or whatever I might you know Redbox I might go check out but I'm not gonna.
0: You thinking like Magic Mike XXL? Uh,
1: no, well you know <laughs> that would be a really interesting one to watch with my wife. <laughs> um, I may pass,
0: um, but yeah. you know whatever. Ant Man yeah. looks interesting. Look, okay, so here's the thing, man. I I was trying to. We're talking about this question before the show and I was mm-hmm. like, man, I'm not familiar with any of the upcoming mm-hmm. summer blockbusters. And typically when I look at a list of the upcoming like summer movies that are coming out, yep, I like pick, you know, three or four. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go see that." Mm-hmm. And then the, the other ones I'm pretty familiar with and then there's some like, oh, "I don't know This is like a list of I don't even know what these films are." I mean, Jurassic World? Yep. I would go see. And I understand what that is. Uh, they're But the rest of it seems like a big pile of crap. Yeah. Uh, The 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 ones on the list that I could find that were consistent were Mm. vacation, which is a remake of National Lampoon's Vacation. Yes. Which I'm not gonna go. I take issue with. (laughs) Yes. Because you can't recreate the magic of National Lampoon's Vacation. No. That's impossible. Okay. Mission Impossible. Speaking of impossible, Mission Impossible. There's yet another Mission Impossible coming out, still starring Tom Cruise. I will see I that. I think the Mission Impossible is that he's still acting in action film. I guess Liam Neeson is still doing action film. I, so. I tell you what, man. Tom Cruise looks not a day over 30. It's the Scientology.
1: It's the science. I mean, he must have something weird, like some kind of... Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from the aliens, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> like, the, uh, you know, surgical procedures and the, the alien surgical
0: procedures?
1: <laughs> yeah. Sit back, Mr. Cruise. Yeah. This will only take a second.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Quickbloq.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't film like that. I can't film. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 ha- I still haven't seen the last three or something like that. I've seen the first two. I think. I don't know. It's I, I, I have to watch them. I like that. I, okay, I, I, it's just a senseless thing. action movie. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Okay, so Magic Mike XXL. We already covered that. Uh, You're well, be senseless. There. Um, Ant-Man mm. Okay mm. Look let me This <laughs> This is the big superhero movie This is Okay so this is how ridiculous The whole superhero movie thing has gotten The big superhero movie this This summer is Ant-Man Starring Paul Rudd I am still scratching my head at this one I, I think I would be a better action hero Than Paul Rudd And do I not understand the dynamics of Ant-Man I don't know Hey Well hang on a second here We're talking about a KU alum so I will go. I
1: will throw my ten dollars at the movie theater. To go support Paul Rudd. Uh, fan of the
0: Royals. Fan of KU. Uh, July seventeenth, Brian. You and I are going to go see Ant Man. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't. Maybe maybe there's there's like a comedic element to Ant Man or something. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, uh, there's the token animated film, which is Minions. Yeah, the spin off of the Despicable Me. Yep. Yeah. Um you know, there's that Disney one, Tomorrowland, with George Clooney. I don't know if that's supposed to be any good. Insidious three, which I- I'm kind of interested in because Insidious is weird. It's this horror movie that yeah. the first one was kind of not so good. The second one was like way better. And I don't know what the third one's gonna be like, but it's like one of those weird movies where the second the sequel was like way better than the initial one. So weird I'm, like, gonna, I'm not gonna see um, that ever. Terminator yeah, yet another Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator is coming out. Wait, an actual Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. I don't know. I don't know what role he plays. He plays the Terminator again, I guess. With a bad hip? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I think they should have put that one to bed.
1: I'll be back. It's the Bruin <laughs> <laughs> They should
0: have put that one out to pasture a long time ago. But the only one that really jumped out on me at, on this list that I saw that I was like, wow, I really want to go see this. It's already out. I haven't seen it yet. Is Mad Max. Everybody's talking about. Oh, this film. Mad Max! Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's yeah. amazed by it. I I, I want to check this film out, but I haven't I haven't made it over to the theaters yet. So, um, mm. but that's that's the big one that everybody. I, I want to see that. I think that's going to be the winner out of all these. I think that's going to be probably the biggest film. The the previews look crazy. The guy is like ninety years old and he directed the first mad max and yeah. he's directing this one and there's uh, apparently there's very little cgi it's all done live action wow and that's what's crazy about it where did they film it that's what i want to know in the desert in australia i think australia okay well maybe not australia maybe it was like some other country i think i want to say that they had to switch locations or something like that but I mean, apparently it's all legit like Live action stuff, for the most part. Hmm. Even when he's swinging across cars and doing all that really? stuff. Really? Yeah, apparently so. So, anyway, that's the whole rub with the whole thing, is that it's, like, super that's, realistic. That's pretty awesome. I I, yeah. I I give major kudos to that. I, I would much rather see that than, like, The Matrix. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's awesome that somebody directed a film in 1981 and yeah. directed a film in 2015, and he's still able to wow... Audiences. I mean, that's pretty awesome. That means you're a pretty solid, talented person. That's pretty rare. I mean, anyway, I, I don't know anything about the Mad Max. Um, it's just like a dystopian, yeah, post-apocalyptic yep, yeah. kind of thing. But um, it's been a while. I I keep wanting to go to Liberty Hall and rent the original Mad Max, but every time I'm in there, somebody's like, "Do you have Mad Max?" Because I, oh, I just went and watched the new one. No, over, over, like mm-hmm. you know. So I never... I haven't had a chance yet to watch it. It's Mel Gibson,
1: right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Patrick Twizy?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Glenn. Well, you're going to watch Magic Mike XXL, Mm. and I'm going to watch Mad Max. I will... Yeah, whatever. No, you're going to watch Jurassic World. Jurassic World XXL. And I... I do want to see Jurassic World. I think I I might go see that one, too. So I'd say those are the two out of all those... I don't... uh, The rest of them, I don't know. I I didn't see anything else that was redeeming on that list and it seems like hollywood's getting worse and worse about all these remakes everything's getting remade even a movie you've never heard of from 30 years ago is getting remade you know what i mean like it'll just remake anything as long as it's making 300 million they're gonna do a a remake the remakes. yeah yeah like the hulk was a remake of a remake of a remake yeah how many hulks have there been i don't even know Mm -hmm. are they making a new one Probably, eh, I'd probably give it a five, I guess five in, years or so. He's in the Avengers and everything like that. I don't know. Yeah, all the all the Avenger movies are crazy because they have. I've never I've never seen any of them because by that time I got so tired of the superhero thing.
1: Yeah. Well, they're just crazy because they're you know it, it's brilliant for for the studios because it's just there's like thirty movies they can make yeah and probably will and they keep the public
0: keeps buying it so why stop I mean they made Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody was like, uh will, yeah. that was good. Yeah. I was surprised. My thing with that was like I've never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're they're getting into comics that I've never even heard of before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that that was actually a legit movie, so they keep they keep figuring it out. I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it. I would have thought by now people would have been like, Okay, I'm done with the superhero stuff but Maybe the tipping point will be Batman versus Superman, because oh. Ben Affleck, at ba- as Batman, is,
1: is that the movie, Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who plays Superman? Uh, the They're- guy that did from okay.
0: the, the latest uh, Superman movie. The one that was all dark. The yeah. Snyder, what's his name, director did it, or whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, he wears a... KU shirt in that Batman movie, so...
0: Everybody knows Superman is a K-State fan. Whoa, Everybody whoa, knows whoa, whoa, that. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's in the original comics. He's no, a K-State no, fan. No, 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 no. Yes. He is not. He is. It's in the original comics. It is not. It is. Everybody knows. I need knows. proof. I'll find it for you. I would like to see Everybody that. Everybody knows K- Superman. He's a farm kid from Kansas. All of a sudden, KU fans are claiming a farm kid from Kansas. He wore a KU shirt in the In movie. the latest movie. What? Did he wear a K-State shirt? No, because, well, well, there you go. because they got the story wrong. That's how inaccurate and crappy that movie was. It's terrible. This Two is, thumbs way down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think the public said, we don't like this Superman movie. I think if you go look at the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, you'll okay. see that Okay, it's pretty clear that they're saying this is an inaccurate I movie. Give it no tomatoes. Exactly. Zero tomatoes. It's rotten. <laughs> it's, a, it's real rotten. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. All right. I'm just saying. Everybody knows Superman is a K State fan. It's a it's a well known okay. fact. All right. <sighs> anyway, Glenn. Well, let's in this in this podcast so I can show you some evidence that okay. uh, Superman is in fact a K State fan. Okay. Uh, well, it was a good episode. That was episode 64, Glenn. Man,
1: every episode it's fleeting. because it's a episode closer. I'm getting very deep. Yeah, be in the episode. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was sixty-four. That was sixty-four. <laughs> episode sixty-four. All right. we're looking forward yeah. to episode sixty-five. Sixty-five. Yeah, things are looking up. Yep. That's all sunshine and bubblegum over here. It's a lovely day. <sighs> well, speaking of lovely days, Glenn, sounding the episode. That's right. Um, I'm Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Stansberry See you guys next time. Thanks for listening. To episode sixty-four. We'll see you for episode sixty-five.
1: Have a good night.